This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay. This is for either two types of people. Actually, it could be for anybody. But I'm mainly aiming, aiming this to newbies who don't realize that you don't have to do everything in the book and people who just take the book too serious, take the rules too seriously. And because this is pretty, this is going to be pretty obvious to everyone, most everyone, but you know, it needs to be said. And I will make first start by making the blanket statement that, Logic is overrated. It is. Now, I'm not saying that as a GM, your worlds or anything should be an illogical mess. But if you think about it, changing something that logically shouldn't happen is a heck of a way to have a plot. Now, I know if you're dealing with fantasy, that genre... Um, magic can explain a lot, but let's let's go. Let's start at the beginning here. I always like to use the the example. You won't find a remorse in the desert. That's because a remorse is a a creature that usually ends up in the frigid areas of your world, the Arctic areas, because it deals with cold. It can attack, you know, with with heat. It's it it's it has a heat. His his back heats up and it melts snow and things like that. But anyway, it's very it's very dangerous creature, the remorse. And it it's like it said, its habitat is the Arctic. Well, let's think about this. What if you did have a remorse in the desert? How would you explain that? As a GM, do you have to explain it? You got to explain it to yourself and justify it to yourself, maybe. But and I would I would advise you to explain it to yourself. But that doesn't mean you have to explain it to the players. Let them figure it out. And if they do find a remoras in the desert, it may be a new species of remoras, 
remoras. It may be some wizard was fooling around with one and created this. It may be, I don't know, you know, you come up with something. But the point is, if you make it a single instance like that, you've got a good plot hook. You've got a mystery. You've got something that the players can hang their hat on, can, you know, just, you know, run with it. Uh, things like rivers running backwards, if that's up upstream, if that's possible. And other things like that. Um, finding, like, like I, the remorse example again, finding monsters and animals where they're not supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Um a drow in a cloud city. Uh, what else? Let's see. Sea dwarves. I think you get you get the idea. Take something out of something where it would not logically make sense to be, and that is a mystery right there. And that is a good good plot hook. I would use that myself. Look through a monster manual, any monster manual, any edition, anything, and look and and if it's one of those monster manuals like first edition that has the or second edition too that has a habitat. I don't know if fifth does or not, or the current one does, but if it's got a habitat, look at that habitat and go, hmm, where else could I put this that nobody's going to be like people are gonna go, wow, that's weird. Or even like even things like either like people or phenomena that shouldn't really happen, you know. And like I said, make it a one-off and let them figure it out. And that's where your adventure is right there. Okay? Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this pro this program. And I would thank you. For single donations, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. <clears throat> Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much. For other good podcasts, there is Dan Griggs, the Jung Yung Jung Grognar podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast. We have Daniel Norton at Bandit's Key podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Larges the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.